Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Amanda Burse and you are listening to the Showdown Podcast. Did I get it right? You got it right. Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. That, uh, of course, was Corey live here from the Miller Zoo. We are joined via Skype from White-Ass Delaware by Vic. Oh, Vic, did they get you? I think I think Vic's been killed. Did the white people get you? <laughs> Not to be confused with the creator of this, uh, the characters of this show, Victor Miller. The creators of the showdown? Uh, no, the creators of, uh, of Friday the 13th. Their names were Vic Miller? The, the creator of Friday the 13th, his his name is Victor Miller. Did he abandon... You never noticed that? Did no. he abandon his crew and move away on them? Yeah, that's how he became famous. I yeah, thought it was Sean Cunningham. No, based on characters by Victor Miller, dude. Mm. Look it up. Nope, I don't want to. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that a black man came up with a killer that was into hockey (laughs) (laughs) we're talking uh friday the 13th part 96 jason takes manhattan yeah it's the eighth film in the series it was uh came out in the 80s it did and it does not show at all when did the first one come out like i want to don't guess i want to know no I think it was like if only there was something we could look look it up with. Well, that was my way of asking. Yeah, I think it, I'm pretty sure it was 81. Might have been 83. We'll just we'll just take a guess. I know Brad's looking it up right now. 1980. Damn, I was close. So, and then this one came out when? This one came out in uh, 89. 89. So they did one a year, pretty much. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Holy cow. And this was the second lowest grossing one. There's a little hint for you, Corey, of uh, of all of the uh, in the entire franchise. Well, it's like the Sauce franchise. Those for, what, five, six years came out once a year? So it's not like it's unheard of. I think there was something else, too, that, that came out once a year, like every year. Jay-Z albums. Oh, yes, that's right. It was Jay-Z <laughs> albums. That's a good uh that's a good transition though. What other horror films uh franchises mm-hmm. do you guys find interesting? Corey's eating, by the way. Uh he was all <laughs> the weirdest like, thing you could possibly do on a podcast. He was all like just I'll do this away from the mic. And then he forgot like he was gonna be have to be the one talking at the beginning. Right. No, yeah, yeah. you you pose the question as I'm taking a bite. So you know you've done that. I did that to you before. Now it's just payback. Uh, I would say my favorite uh, franchise is probably. I, I know this is going to sound lame, but Halloween. Mm. I like obviously the first the first movie. Like a loser, huh? Yeah, I was about to say he he he's back in the losers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, the first movie is my my favorite horror movie of all time. 
Uh, the second one is it's it's not bad. It doesn't for me doesn't rank up there as high as the first one. But the third one, the one that everybody hates because there's no Mike Myers, I actually like it. So and why is there no Mike Myers? Because what they wanted to do, I think, is try and do Halloween-based stories, meaning stuff that takes place around Halloween, and then continuously do this. But when the third one, I think, flopped, they said, eh, we're going to scrap that idea. We're going to bring Mike Myers back for the fourth one. So that's why that's why he's not there for that one. Wasn't that it like one. just some random guy like who took on the persona and started killing people or something? In the fourth one? Is it called Season of the Witch? Yeah. Season of the Witch. No, in the third one, it's about a... Uh, it's about a mask manufacturer that has created all these masks that kids will wear. And then when they watch a certain commercial that was supposed to be aired on Halloween night, it was going to uh, cause the masks basically to f freeze to their head, not freeze, but kind of like morph into their heads and then take them over. And uh, so it was like a big, this big ploy. And, uh, you know, that's that's got to be where the Friday the 13th TV show got its fucking concept from, because that TV show was based on um, like Friday the 13th. It was all about um, like cursed Halloween artifacts and shit. And what and like when people got a hold of them, it would possess them and different things. Right. So I finally understand why that TV show came about. Well, I never got it. Nightmare on Elm Street did the same thing, too. They actually had uh, it was called. Freddy's Nightmares, I think, was the, was the name of it. And basically, he was like the host. Yeah, uh, I remember. Like Tales from the Crypt and the, and the Crypt Keeper. Um, that didn't last long either. But I did watch that one. Brad, what's your favorite? Uh, you got a favorite one? Uh, I don't know. I like, I like pretty much all the Jaws movies. All of them? Yeah, even the fourth one where the shark decides to take revenge. On his cousin <laughs> or whatever, and swim from New York to the Bahamas. Right. Uh, I also like the Purge series. Didn't care for the first one. Do you, I, get, do you consider that a horror movie? Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. If you're poor, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'd be dead hour one <laughs> if that shit was real. Vic, what about you? I got a lot of enemies. Um, for me, I, I really don't subscribe to the whole franchise thing myself. Like, I've never really found, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacres and the, the, the Friday the 13th and the, the Friday. Like, I enjoyed the movies in general, but I've never really found an actual franchise that I would consider to be my favorite. But thinking about what Brad said and the Jaws thing, um, if I were to have to pick something, I think Alien. it would probably be Aliens. Yeah, ha! that would be Good that call. Would my franchise if I were to go in that route. Because like that, like those the first last one, fucking movies have been was, awful. Was like, huh? What'd you say? Those last movies have been fucking awful. Yeah, that's not really part of the alien thing to me, though. Like it's it's they're they're trying too hard at this point. I'd much rather kinda, have seen. They're kind of trying to dial it in rather than or, or phone it in rather than actually create you know real uh, follow ups to the actual movies. I would have much rather have seen Alien takes Manhattan. And <laughs> fucking whatever that bullshit was. What was the, what the last one called? Prometheus. Uh, Prometheus. No, no. Uh, it was it was Alien Covenant or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I never did see that. I haven't seen that one yet. Put those motherfuckers in New York. <laughs> Dude, let one xenomorph get loose in New York. It'd be fucking, it'd be awesome. That might be interesting. I think they need to go that, that route. I mean, Nobody's yeah, going to say. Be, I guess that would be mine. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, I was hoping it was going to be Ja Rule just going, New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's do bankroll or bust. And we don't have sounds anymore. RIP, sounds later. So uh, I got to actually Google. Uh, you know, what? I got a new, I got a new uh, song. What's that? It's time for... 
Bang! Bang! in white-ass Delaware, Vic Miller. And this is a game where we try to stump Corey uh, and try to find out if he can figure out the box office value of a movie based solely on its budget. So far, Corey has been a uh, legitimate failure in this attempt. And this week, we will see if he can actually uh, keep his record pure. Uh, the budget for this movie, Corey, was $5 million, most likely because they used the name New York in it or Manhattan. Can you guess what the actual box office for this movie is, Corey? First of all, I would hope that they wouldn't have to pay $5 million, most of that, for using the word Manhattan. But I will say $25 million. All right, hold on. It takes me longer now. I'll have these back, by the way. I found a new app. <laughs> All right, hang on, Vic. Let me see if I'm right. As usual, sir, you are correct. Corey, the box office take for this 100 million. $14.3 million. Damn. Though it did double its its, uh, its, uh, its budget. Almost tripled it. It still was the second worst uh, money-making series in the franchise. Wow. Wow, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 actually kind of surprised, but not really. <laughs> so let's get into this, gentlemen. So this movie starts out. Wait, Vic, uh, you're you're forgetting one very what? important thing. What am I forgetting? You're, oh yeah, you're forgetting history. Uh, well, that's because I thought we were skipping it because history always comes before bankroller bust. So I just thought we were letting it go. And now, the showdown podcast. History. Ah! <laughs> There's a second one, by the Did way. Jason just walk in the room. What happened? And now, the Showdown Podcast History. I saw this movie when I was a kid, and I watched it today. <laughs> All right. I saw this probably late night on HBO one night, and uh, when I was a kid, Vic. I also saw this when I was probably a teenager, um, and then watched it again over the past three fucking days. It took you three days? Three days. It's not that long. And it is. It's fucking horribly long. When when you the movie is called uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, and you have to fucking deal with him for almost an hour before you get to the fucking Manhattan part, it's very long. This has been the Showdown Podcast. His all right Vic. now tell us about jason so, takes manhattan <laughs> jason takes a long ass boat ride uh starts out with um two students from crystal lake high school um and they are celebrating their uh, i guess pre-grad their, their graduation with a little bit of a uh, premarital coitus on a uh, houseboat um, and these two, uh, the the boyfriend, and he's kind of picking on his girlfriend, who apparently doesn't know the legend of Jason Voorhees, even though she lives in that fucking town. I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, how do you not know? Um, so he starts picking on her about how Jason is, you know, it's, it's rumored he's around and blah, blah, blah. He starts telling the story. And then he does the dick move of going and putting on a mask and coming back into the room dressed as Jason or disguised as Jason, as it were, and stabs her with a fake knife, freaks her the fuck out, and then tries to uh, to stab her again, uh, but in a more With his penis! Sense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as they are starting to get involved, uh, the whole thing comes down to the fact that they put the anchor down, uh, which caught on to a power line that was running at the bottom of the lake, Yes, which then moved... The line into Jason's putridly decaying, waterfied corpse. Yes. Uh, then I guess it cut the line, electrified Jason, and we had the whole Frankenstein situation where it brought him back to life. And uh, he climbed onto the boat and he dispatches of the two would be lovers because uh, the one thing you shouldn't do when you're in these movies is try to have sex. His aim was a little off. He shot a spear at the girl and it, went, it landed yeah, well, next to her head. 
Yeah, it hit her, it hit next to her head. So I mean, it's a, he's unfamiliar with that weapon. You know, it's 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 new. It's new technology. Well, he just woke he, up. There's a learning there's a learning curve. You know, in his defense, um, he just woke up. So he had some sludge in his eye. You know, it was just off a little bit. But uh, the boyfriend fucking Jack moves uh, and. <laughs> Or is it the girlfriend? She jumps out the window. Yeah, she, she hauls ass out, out the window, and uh, he just walks over and basically sticks the whole fucking uh, the the spear gun through the dude's guts and um, pulls it out and then grabs the spear and goes after the girlfriend, um, who for whatever reason didn't decide to jump in the water and swim for fucking land and take off. Yeah, she decided she was gonna hide in the boat. And apparently Jason knows the anatomy of ships so well that he just guessed where she was. He's like, peekaboo, found you, and stabbed her through the fucking chest with the spear that he missed her with the first time. He's like, hold on, I'm going to do this slowly so I don't miss this time, and done. Mm -hmm. um, so here's here's this thing. Okay, so um, I remember back in our challenge days when two movies went up against each other. And one of the biggest arguments you had, uh, Brad, about um, Michael Myers was what? Can you remember? Can you guess what I'm referring to? When he does regular people shit? Yeah. <laughs> and what was one of the main regular people shit he did that you disliked? Drives a car. Drives a fucking car. Jason drives a fucking houseboat. Now, in his defense, I don't think anybody was actually steering that. When it when Yes, he, he drove it into port. Literally got that yeah, boat all the way to port. port. No. He got that boat all the way to port under power and pulled it into a dock, jumped off the boat, and just happened to know exactly which boat to get on. Um, and I digress. But he climbs up. He the, did uh, grow up at a at a lake. He he died in a lake. He didn't ever learn how to drive a fucking motorboat. <laughs> Come on. You, you you're know? okay with this, but not with Michael Myers driving. Then what happens? I'm just saying. <laughs> so um, he he uh, he gets off the boat. Apparently, jumps in the water where he's most comfortable, and he climbs. I'm assuming up the uh, the anchor chain onto the uh, what the hell is that boat called? You you know, uh, it was called the Lazarus. The Lazarus. That's it. And Lazarus. Typically refers to uh, rising of the dead. Yes. Um, in most everything that we ever talk about. Does it really? Um, yeah. Yeah. I had, a, I had a lazy bear. So is that like a fucking zombie bear when I was a kid? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Remember that? Remember Lazy Bear? Yes, from Lazarus. No. From Lazarus, there's a there's a store called Lazarus. It used to be. Yeah. They they have not come back. No. no not yet. <laughs> they have not resurrected. <laughs> So the the SS How great Lazarus, would it be if like Von Mar out of nowhere was like we've been Lazarus this whole time? Surprise! <laughs> um, we just didn't want to tell you, Vic. To, to answer your question about that ship, I don't understand that ship because to me it looked like a freight, like a, a freight ship, a freighter ship. It was, it was a convert. What, what the only way I can explain it is it was a converted like fishing trawler of some sort. And they converted it into a pleasure ship, into like a, a party. Hey, look, here's the deal. He had a fish, a, a, a very um, good fishing business going for a while. You know, sales started going down. He's like, I have this boat. I need to do something with it to make some money. He decided he wanted to try his hand at party planning. So he retrofitted his fishing boat into a pleasure cruiser. And uh, they went from there. I don't know. It's, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It, it that boat doesn't. was not look like from the inside i kept going back and <laughs> forth as like what kind of boat is this because it looks yeah. like it's you know a ship that you know they actually do stuff on as far as yeah. work but then at the same time they're staying on it it's got a dance floor in it yeah it's got a dance hall and like a huge fucking restaurant it's got all this shit like, these like amenities that you'd find in like in like a, a, a cruise ship yeah but it's like a regional trawler of some sort that just goes up and down the coast, the New England coastline. But um, so, you know, the, the, the students of uh, of the of the uh, of this high school, which apparently not many of them graduated because there weren't very many of them on the boat. There were more uh, of them on the boat at the beginning of the movie than they were died. at the end. Yes, there were more of them on the boat than actually we saw. Oh, really? Die. Well, when I say that, I mean. There were you don't say that there was more at the beginning of the serial killer movie than that made it to the end, huh? Okay, I, I realized how dumb that sounded, but what I meant was, like... Shocking, honestly. Not dumb, shocking. Like you, I would have assumed there would have been more. 
Like, I would assume you would have ended with more than you started. Yes. In a slasher killer film. Anyway, you didn't see... There were people in the beginning that you never saw be killed, but they weren't there at the end. That's what yeah, there were like say. there was an entire room full of people dancing on that dance floor. Yeah. Um, apparently, that entire big-ass ship can be run by four people. One mechanic, one weird, creepy-ass deckhand, um, a, a second mate, and a captain. Mm-hmm. Um, because and there was an entire like huge restaurant in there apparently yeah. that had food and shit prepared and all over the place, but there was no cooks, no nothing. Like there was, it was the weirdest thing ever. Um, so anyway, the the fifteen to twenty students that boarded the ship um, quickly get pared down to seven um, as Jason, uh, uh, Jason, yeah, Jason starts his killing spree with the. Uh, the um what what would you say a uh, Lita Ford wannabe yeah for sure <laughs> who's on the ship and she's like oh I gotta go down into the in the into the engine room it's just waiting to have a video made and she goes down there to play her her guitar and or her axe as it were in which um shortly afterwards Jason shows up and it and an axe. as a battle axe and uh, rips her head open now here's where the stupid shit starts for me right off the bat I have to talk about it because it happens so many fucking times. And I know it's just like a trope of this fucking movie as well as the others. Does he fucking teleport? Yes. Like, how the fuck does he do this? He starts out behind her at about 20 paces, okay? Uh-huh. And she drops her guitar, runs backwards, goes down three flights of stairs. When she gets down to the third flight of stairs, he's standing there with the guitar in hand and fucking beats her brain in. Yeah. Well, that happened. That happens throughout the entire movie. The entire movie. It's ridiculous but, how it happens. Uh, I shouldn't say the entire movie. The entire series is like that. Like, can he fly? He teleports. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So anyway, um, he. I guess he just kind of hides out down there because we don't really see him very much. We see what's going on with all the other students. Um, we the the niece of the principal, um, who's in charge of the their their trip to Manhattan. Um, she is an aquaphobic she's afraid of water um we do find out why she's afraid of water but she's also knows of the jason Voorhees, um uh i guess legend and it scares her to fucking death that she doesn't ever want to even go near water and she has these hallucinations on a regular basis of seeing jason Voorhees, even though i'm pretty sure she wasn't old enough to have ever seen jason Voorhees. all she would know was the stories uh, well the flashback scene showed why she has those those visions understood but um i'm pretty sure that wasn't what actually happened like she hallucinated or whatever the fuck happened anyway moving forward um so she kind of sees um jason like drowning in the water outside of her her uh the porthole in her in her room and all this shit she's freaking out she's also dating the son of the the ship captain um, who obviously is playing the role of the kid who's not good enough for the niece of the principal. Um, we have a couple other students. We have the the typical um, prom queen and her little lackey, the smart girl. Um, we Kelly have, uh, Yeah. We have uh, the geeky filmmaker kid who has the glasses that inevitably fall off and, and he can't see. So, I hate that trope. You know, he goes and looks through the camera lens instead of fucking just looking in front of him to see what's going on. Like the camera lens is suddenly going to fix his vision. Yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking. <laughs> and then uh, you have the, uh, you know, your typical jock. You have the, the one, the, the, the token black guy that's on the, on the ship is the, uh, is the, the, Ooh, the white jock. women want. Yeah. And all the white women want him. And um, he didn't die first. He's, he's in really good. good shape. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only one I would do. Um, so he, they show him being I'd up on... I'd box that dick. <laughs> <laughs> so would I. I'd let him in my ring. I've closed um, that so... African-American file a number of times. <laughs> you may need to be cleansed. But I wasn't um... wearing a hockey mask. <laughs> so, uh... We wear a bamboo hat. They're watching him get into. Uh, they're they're just for whatever reason they're in a section of the ship that has a boxing area no, or no, a no. makeshift boxing ring. That, that was they not a makeshift boxing ring. With that a, was a cardboard box. It looked like that was just a a uh, uh, some kind of padding they threw on the floor and said, "Okay, don't go out of this square." It looked like a cardboard box. Yeah. 
but they so they get into it. He beats the shit out of the guy. Who does that um, anyway? Hey, let's hey. let's let's play boxing. No, I knew when I when we were in high school, me and my friends like. One of us had owned a pair, a couple pairs of boxing gloves, and whenever we were at that person's house, inevitably we'd always have boxing matches. Yeah, how I think often, that's a normal thing. How often did you win? Oh, I never won. Uh, <laughs> we had a lover, not a fighter. Only had, he only but had I could one, take a punch. He only had one set of boxing gloves, so we each put one glove on. You could only punch with that hand. <laughs> uh, it became an in- it became an interesting fight. <laughs> I never won, but I also never really lost because I was hard to knock down. I can take a punch. Oh, I was—I thought you were just running around the room. No, nah, I can take a punch. I just can't give one very well. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so they get into it, and uh, the boyfriend ends up um, – uh, not the boyfriend. <laughs> I'm thinking. The, uh, the kid that loses the fight goes into the sauna. There's a fucking sauna on yeah, this thing. Yeah, that was another thing. Um, and he uh, he goes and he's – they don't pay any attention. Like someone walks in the room. Um, they don't even look. He's just like talking to the guy like it's supposed to be, you know, the other kid that beat his ass. He's like, yeah, well, I'll get you next time. And it was like, and Jason being the uh, killer of opportunity just uses what's ever around. You know, he's, he's like, well, we got these hot fucking rocks. I'll just shove that in your gut. See how you feel. Hell, you like that. And he kills the kid doing that. Um, the way that he ends up going about killing everyone is just kind of like, it's ridiculous. Um, Lazy. He goes after yeah, it is. It's very like, you know what? I want to kill you, but I don't really have anything to prepare for it. So yeah, I I'll guess I'll take that rock. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I did not expect a ship full of kids to kill. So I'm going to have to <laughs> improvise. I forgot my machete. Right. I you know, was like, you know, my wife was like, you're going to need it. You never know. You never know when there's going to be a ship full of kids. And I was like, honey, come on. It's the eighth movie. They're not going to have like, it. I don't need the machete. I'll be fine. But damn it. She's right. <laughs> Now, this is my other question about this, and I, 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 like I said, I don't really follow this, this franchise. I'm not that big into it, and I watch it when you guys make me watch these things. We're making um, you watch them every I, October I've, now. I've seen, I've seen them, you know, on the off chance, just kind of half-ass watching things. But what makes him only like? I know in the past he's he's gone after kids who caused his death, or gone after people who were at the camp, which kind of makes sense. But why is he keying down on this one girl? There's no way he could physically know this girl. No. Because she encountered him as a, like, you know, a hallucination with him being a child. So it's not like he knew who she was. But for whatever reason, he's after her. And he <laughs> he's after her in, like, a big bad way. So he's basically ripping through everyone to get to her. Uh, we well, spend a bunch more time on the ship with him just annihilating everyone he comes across. He kills the captain by stabbing him with a harpoon. I uh, know he kills the, the first mate by stabbing stabbing him with a harpoon, um, and then kills the captain by slitting his throat, which was ridiculous because not one bit of blood spurted out of his neck when he did it. <laughs> it started to. I want to go back uh, to, to answer your question. Uh, the killings in this movie make absolutely no sense, and um, we'll talk. Uh, and I'll finish this idea a li- little bit later on. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. The killings just. Um, I, I wonder what his motive is. Yeah. So you have this, and then like uh, I said, we have- okay, hold on. He's a he's a supernatural killer who wears a hockey mask, who's been in a lake for years. All right. So and his motive is he just wants decade. to fucking kill. Okay. Decade. Okay. Then I was gonna save this for later, but I'll say it now. Later on, when they're on the subway, he's going. He's walking by a whole bunch of people. Doesn't yeah. kill any of them. Yep. I was gonna bring that up myself, and then he but because he's so focused on these other two, or th- yeah, because they were from the camp. Yeah, no, they technically they the weren't. They were near it. No, they technically know. they weren't. They didn't, even, they didn't even actually go to Crystal Lake High School. It was a neighboring high school. Yeah, <laughs> they were. They weren't even near Crystal Lake. Uh, <clears throat> there was no reason for him to do that, and him driving the boat over to there made it even more disconnected. Yeah, it, yeah, this, it. Go on, Vic. So, um, he he rolls through the rest of the the, the crew and 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 students. Um, he kills off the little Asian girl, the smart Asian girl. She runs into the um, into the the disco tech, and for some reason, it's a round room, and she can't find a corner to hide in. <laughs> um, and she just keeps spinning around in circles like that's gonna fucking help. She sees Jason, and instead of trying to calculate. 
the angle of trajectory to get the fuck out of there. She just keeps spinning around until she loses track of him. No, because apparently, not only can he teleport, but he can turn invisible. Um, well, this and was another he teleportation. Her and chokes her, this chokes was, her to death. She turned around and saw him in front of a mirrors, and then turned around, and then he's right there in his in her face. Yes, yeah. yeah. And he picks hell? her up and chokes her ass out. Um, he, the, the crazy ass, uh, old, they old do that for whatever reason, as soon as Jason got on the ship, he's like, Oh, Jason's back. He's going to, you're going to die. And you're all going to die. I'm like, who the fuck are you? And get off the boat. Yeah. Why <laughs> didn't he get off the boat to begin yeah. with? You knew they were going to die. You had this, this, this foreboding feeling. Why did you, why did you stay on the boat? He like wanted to commit Jason's suicide. So, Apparently uh, so. he starts going off. And of course the, the, the teacher or, the, the principal thinks that he's the one, you know, that doing all these killings and he's got to be him because he's a freaky looking dude. Um, in the interim, there is another guy on the boat who is the uh, mechanic and the, uh, the little hot ass chicks want him too, apparently. Um, and after almost getting busted for doing cocaine by the teacher, they decide, oh, well, you know, the, the, the prissy girl walked by and saw us. She must have gone at some point, circled around and got her uncle, who then circled around from the opposite direction of the boat and caught them like two seconds after they had just seen the girl who could not have had time to narc on them. And they're like, fuck that. She must have narked on us. So we're going to push her off the fucking boat. Like they're, they're, their idea of a joke is to try to commit like homicide. Right. <laughs> because um, yeah, we be know so she's funny. Funny. Let's just push her over the side. So they do. She goes over. Uh, her boyfriend ends up saving her. And that's when they realize there's just all kinds of weird shit going on. Uh, so to run down the list of murders by Jason, uh, again, you have the uh, – when they all freak out after he kills the, uh, the captain, they call for the Coast Guard who never shows up to help them. Um, and then they proceed to try to go find enough weaponry to save themselves. They find two shotguns, a number of axes, and a couple of uh, blunt objects – to go after Jason, and then they split up because they've had so much luck at this point by themselves. Hey, I think we should all go in different directions. <laughs> because because horror, that's going to be the safest thing to do. Because horror movies don't exist in our world, so we don't know yeah. what will happen if that happen, if we do that. So, And then on top of it, with things being as bad as they are, the dumb kid with the video camera decides, I'm going to carry this shock, long-ass shotgun under one arm and the video camera on my other shoulder, and I'm going to walk through this dark corridor, and then I'm going to go down into the bowels of the ship and see if I can figure out if the killer is down there. And remember, dear it's, listeners, this is, is. 19, this is 1989, so the camera is not a small one like we have now. It's a huge one. Yeah, it's the or on the shoulder. It takes a full VHS tape um, in order to use... And like a 25 volt battery to operate, um, and he goes down this down into the, the bowels of the ship, and of course Jason's there because he wasn't just killing another guy on the top level of the ship, and then all of a sudden he's down in the bowels of the ship, you know, before the kid gets there because he's got like some fucking secret tunnel that he uses. Remember, it's um, teleportation. And, yeah, he gets down there. He sees Jason, or he thinks he sees Jason because his glasses were knocked off by a jet of steam that was exactly face high. Um, and then he couldn't see. Yeah, that's not a so, very uh, that's not a very safe place to walk through. No, like it's a horrible you, place for them to put that. You back. never know when that that steam is just going to blow out. Yeah. So, and he just happened to be right there. So he loses his glasses. Um, he utilizes his camera as his new way of seeing. He sees a little bit of a, a scuffle in front of him and just fires the gun without looking. And he shoots the uh, the the deck hand or the mechanic or whatever the hell this guy was. So he murders this poor guy, and after murdering the guy, gets murdered himself by Jason. <laughs> electrocuted. Yeah. Electrocuted and, and set on fire. Not only did he get electrocuted, but he just threw him onto the console, and that console had so much power going through it that as soon as his body hit it, his crotch caught on fire. Yep. That was like the first thing that lit off was his crotch for some reason. That's and a very flammable area of the body. Fire. He catches I've, on fire, and it sets the whole boat on fire because apparently this boat has never been like inspected by anybody. I've, um, I've, dealt, I've um, dealt with my dick on fire, but it had nothing to do with a console. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you get a shot? And the crap. <laughs> so uh, he uh, he catches on fire, and uh, that's a whole other horror movie, Corey. Uh, you know, Brad. 
Um, so he catches on fire, and the boat starts to sink because it's on fire. Apparently, um, storm rages up, and it's just all kinds of shit starts happening all at the same time. So one of the, another kid uh, runs into Jason um, because there's one killer on this boat, but everybody has to get killed by him before you know before anything happens. And uh, he goes smart. He's like, "Fuck it, I, I can't kill this dude. I'm gonna climb the mass of the ship. There's no way this is going to be a bad idea." So he climbs straight up the mask, and I'm just thinking, well, if it was a pirate ship, there'd be like a little thing up there, but it's not. He gets three quarters of the way up this thing, and all of a sudden, Jason is right there behind him, one rung down. He yanks him off and throws him onto the antenna, and he dies. Mm -hmm. Again, amazing. Fucking world-class tree climber, Jason. Um, the next one is, uh, he comes across the, uh, the black kid, the, the world-class boxer. Uh -oh. And, um, he's like, all right. So he tries to take him out. He can't, he ends up throwing him overboard, not killing him. He just tosses him overboard. Gotcha. Like, fuck it. Gotcha. I'm going to throw pulse. this one black. I'm going to go throw this one back. Um, I have to at least try to be a little bit, you know, uh, conscious of, of the one black guy on the boat. So he throws him overboard and, uh, we don't see anything from him for a while. And then uh, he goes after the next kill, which is uh, who was next after that? Oh, he killed the girl, the 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 prom queen. Yeah, you forgot she was a little bit earlier. Yeah. though. the prom queen got killed before everything else, and she actually got in trouble with the uh, principal. So she suckered him into her bedroom under the guise of a uh, science project and tried to have her way with him just long enough for film student, uh, film school kid to uh, record the whole thing for blackmail purposes. And after the film school kid tried to proposition her and she fucking kicked his ass to the curb, she decides, I'm going to take a shower on this boat. And she the first does thing I always do when I get on boats. Yeah, she doesn't lock her door. I'm like, so you guys are just asking for shit like this to happen to you because you should have locked your fucking door. Nobody noticed Jason right outside her door in the next corridor as they all walked like right past them. And Jason just let him walk by. He's like, fuck it, I'll let that one go. I'll go get this one. Then I'll, I'll go back and I'll get back them in. later. Yeah, he's got like a plan. I don't know why, where it comes from. But he's staying in his he lane. He's doing in. his job. He's out there chopping wood. <laughs> chopping wood. Uh, got a and lot of grit, like, that Jason. So uh, the girl who hears the guy, hears the door opening, she peaks As out a high school kid the from door Crystal Lake High School, he really got her respect. And Freddy Krueger doing his job she notices Jason's head pop through the door, and he's kind of looking around like, where'd she go? So she slowly closes the door to the bathroom. She doesn't lock it. And then she stands there listening at the door to see if he knocks before he tries to come in. And he does uh, by putting his entire arm through the door and grabbing her and then throwing her in back into the, into the bathroom in which she sits there naked, um, afraid, under a towel, pleading with Jason not to kill her, in which Jason, again, improvises. Um, he has a little bit of a do-it-yourself uh, weapon-making class where he basically breaks the mirror, grabs a shard, and stabs her to death. Um, he's he's good at what he does. He, he's he he works at Home Depot on the weekend and holds classes on how to kill how to kill people. Um, so he progresses on to let's see who's the next one. What's the next death, Corey? Who did I miss? Did I miss anybody? Corey had to step away from the microphone. So ah, uh, uh, go I'm, figure. I was, he he uh. He just got back chopping wood, doing his job, ah, staying in his lane. Uh, All right, Corey's okay. back. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. He ends up killing the uh, – I appreciate that, Coach. Thank you. That chopping the wood actually brought this back around for me. Um, so the, uh, the, the principal, who has acquired a flare gun, decides he's going to go and challenge um, Jason uh, – sorry, he's going to go challenge the weird-ass uh, boat guy. I don't know what the hell he was. But uh, he goes after him. And when he finds him, um, he comes at him with a knife and he's kind of staggering. You're like, okay, what the fuck's going on? And he goes to shoot him with a flare gun, which does not go off. Um, and the guy falls to the ground. And what does he have in his back but an axe? A perfectly good axe for chopping wood is in this dude's back. Right. And Jason comes around the corner and surprises him and the, the hilarity ensues. Um, so with the ship sinking... All of the other students dead. Uh, the new captain of the SS uh, Lazarus, the, the the son of the captain, 
tells everyone to get in a lifeboat. They all get in a lifeboat. And at this point, you know, they look up and they see Jason up there. And I'm like, okay, so Jason's going to cannonball into that fucking thing and destroy it. And, like, they're all going to end up in the water. He's going to drown them all and this fucking movie can be over. But no, um, he lets them get away. The boat sinks. The Coast Guard never shows up. And they row into Ellis Island like a bunch of, uh, you know, fresh off the boat immigrants. Um, They climb out of the water and... Not five seconds after they climb the ladder onto the dock, but Jason pops out of the fucking water as if he was like Aquaman swimming along with them the entire time. I don't know. Like they were rowing in that boat forever. And if Jason had to like go down to the bottom and walk along the water to get to them, there's no fucking way he kept up with them the entire time. I, I don't get it. Teleportation. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, that that part makes absolutely no sense. So, uh, you they get to to Manhattan. They're like, we made it, we made it. Um, they're all happy. Uh, we have the black kid who got pulled into the boat at the last second as a little jump scare. Um, we have Rennie, who is the uh, the the aquapho- aquaphobic girl, um, and apparently who Jason is after for some reason. Um, her boyfriend her uncle and the teacher that took Rennie on the boat. And I'm sure she's pissed off at her. Um, so she, they, uh, they all get away. They all get on the dry land. They're trying to make their way into Manhattan. And they realize that Jason is after them. So they take off running. They end up in every back alley in Manhattan. Apparently that has never seen the light of day. <laughs> um, apparently Manhattan is um, a, a toxic waste ridden sewer pit from hell. <laughs> Well, what's funny is they they start walking down one because you know they're in, they're basically in the docks, you right. know the docks area, and they as soon as they come around the corner, there's two thugs there. Give us your money. It's like how did yeah. you even know that they were there in the first well, place? Two drug addicts at that. Like they're just two druggies hanging out in the alleyway, apparently. Right. And uh, they 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 they. You guys know them. that's a good place where drug addicts hang out, right? At I the would, docks. At yeah. The, Alleyways on, on private property. Alleyways. Okay. Just wherever they do right. some smack. Sure. <laughs> so those guys are out there doing their job. They're Dion doing some Green glowing. Green chopping wood. Glowing. Injecting um, a lot of grit into those veins. Some kind of shit. I don't know what it was, but anyway, they kidnapped the I girl. Thought it was kryptonite. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but <laughs> they kidnap her and they're like, "Hey, baby." We're going to get you high, and then we're going to do shit to you. But if you're high, you'll like it. And they inject... They're um, not wrong. They're, yeah. <laughs> they could only... They injected what I could only He's consider right, to be you know. like... Um, that was my Morgan Freeman, by the way. He's right, you know. No, <laughs> you're not close. He's... Uh, he... No, it's almost creepy Christopher Lambert. Yeah, it is. He's right, you know. So uh, take these they drugs inject her let me with what them. I can only consider to be like uh, antifreeze, um, and she, you know, starts to get woozy, and uh, I guess they're thinking about doing her. And uh, Jason shows up and saves her. Yeah, he was a hero for a second. And uh, you know, they threaten to kill him. Uh, they go after him, but he uh, he kills the first guy with the needle that he threw away. Um, he basically punctures it through his back and then out his front, um, and kills him. And then his buddy, who forgot his money, um, comes back, and he's got the three fifty seven. and he puts all six rounds into Jason, and Jason just shrugs it off like a little bee sting. Um, and, oh, can I also mention, they've been out of the water for a good couple hours. They spent a good couple hours in the water. Um, she was completely dry. Jason is still wet. Yeah. He is never dried off. Jason is and like Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> he just squishes around the entire time and he never yep, dries off. That's, right. that's why he's so mad. <laughs> you ever had wet socks on? Do you be mad it's if the you're worst. Chafing and shit. So um, he kills that's that a, guy He's just looking for a dry pair of socks. But everybody kills yeah, the wet socks. Yeah. <laughs> so he... Uh, he runs off. Uh, he, you know, she runs off and tries to find her, her, the rest of her group. Um, the black kid ends up um, on a rooftop with Jason. It's still, I, I, I don't understand how they manage to get themselves in these positions. And he decides, 
Um, a gun, a knife, uh, several other weapons used against this guy didn't work. So I'm going to fucking go hands up with this bitch and I'm just going to beat him down. And he starts fighting. And I'm going to hit him in the face repeatedly, yeah. even though he's wearing a hockey mask. And that's right, going to hurt me exactly. more than it would him. So this is the reason this, Vic, this is why the black kid decided that's how he was going to try to challenge Jason. This is actually a deleted scene. They didn't show you in the movie, but this is why he was thinking that. Okay. Craig, have you seen my shit? What's that for? Protection. Protection. Protection from who? Jason. Can't smoke you. I got to walk Smokey down to his house. Oh your mother and I never would have moved in this neighborhood if we had known you need a gun to walk down the damn street. You know how it is around here. With oh, Jason gosh, and all? Son, that's not the way it is. You kids are there nothing but punks. Sissified. So quick to pick up a gun. You're scared to take an ass whipping. <laughs> scared to take an ass whipping. Makes you a man. So what you're saying is this kid had a flashback to his father telling him that he needed to... What I'm saying is shut up, Vic! Up. You lose, son. But you live. You live the Damn it, Vic! You fucked it up! You, you literally fucked... Hear, you... I can barely hear what's going on. I thought it was over. Well, did you not notice me and Corey weren't talking? You yeah, literally started changed? talking during what's the perfect new? part, which is... He says, you take these hands and you fight... And you might lose, but you'll learn to live another day or some shit like that. And then it was perfect because I go, not when you fight Jason. But no. <laughs> go ahead. Killed my joke. <laughs> You're the Corey of this episode. Yeah, it's not me. Hold on, yeah, Vic. Actually, right. though, I do, have a, I do have a little something for you. As a, it's a parting gift. I'm not the me uh, of this for, episode. Uh, for playing our game. Did you hear that? Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> all right go ahead so uh the kid throws bows with uh with jason jason takes it like a champ he's just like i'll let him do it he plays the uh he kind of rope dopes he lets the kid wear himself down just throwing out throwing out throwing out and then uh when the kid's like fuck it his hands are all busted up and bloody he's like what you gonna do now and uh he ain't got no energy left and jason just uh standing right next to the edge of the building because let's fight jason until we get to the edge of a fucking building Jason gives him one fucking dragon uppercut and knocks dude's head square off his shoulders. Which then, not only does he do that, but he gets a fucking slam dunk into the trash can. <laughs> which just happened to have the lid perched precariously open so that it slams shut when the head rolls in. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> While all this is going on, mind you, the police have finally shown up. The, the the savior of the day is showing up. The police are there. He's talking to the people, the three, the the four survivors, the two teachers, the the girl and uh, her boyfriend. And he's like, "Let's get you out of here. You know, this is fucking crazy." They go to get in the car, and somehow fucking Jason has managed to get from the top of that building downstairs, retrieve that head, put it in the cop car without any of them noticing that this happened because he knew that's where they were going. And when they notice the head sitting there staring at them, they all scream. Jason grabs the cop and kills him. And uh, Lenny jumps in the front seat, gets to the car in the gear, and starts driving. And at some point, Jason ends up directly in front of the car. She hits his ass, keeps going, um, hallucinates once again of young fucking Jason Voorhees for some reason. Um, and not even the same one, mind you. It's not the same hallucination she's had. She's seen this kid in like four different versions. So she drives the car directly into a wall. This is the song it, I wish they would have been playing when he hit his head into the trash can. <laughs> it burst into flames. Uh, three of the four people in the car get out. So um, she murdered her, her writing teacher. Um, because she never made it out of that car, and nobody even tried to help her get out of the car, by the way. I don't know why she didn't um, try and get out herself. I don't know either. I, I'm assuming she got knocked out when the car you know, ran its head first into the wall. Um, so the three of them get out. They run off. Um, they still haven't tried to get out of these alleys. 
It's no, not that not far. They can no. go out into the public. Yeah, and they choose not to. So uh, they end up separating. Um, Naturally. The girlfriend, boyfriend take off. The, uh, the, the, the uncle slash principal takes off the other direction. Jason finds his ass um, after she has the realization that the reason why she has this agoraphobia and why she's afraid of Jason is because her uncle, being the dick that he is, um, pushed her into Crystal Lake and told her that she needed to learn how to swim. And she, because he had told her the story of Jason, she thought that she saw him under the water trying to pull her down to the bottom. Um, and that's what caused her fear of Crystal Lake, water, and Jason. Um, and when she realized this, that it was all his fault, she got mad and they went off in the other direction. He stumbles off into another alleyway. Jason pursues him um, <laughs> and then dunks him headfirst into toxic waste, which apparently is just sitting in barrels all around Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah, and you've you've lived I'm, in New York. Is that is that a prominent I've, feature? I have not seen a bucket of green gelatinous toxic waste anywhere in New York City in my entire life. Oh. But apparently for this movie, they're all over the place. Maybe it was an 80s thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Um, so the other two, while this is going on, head off in a whole other direction. And for some reason, like, Jason's radar is on point because he finds them in, like, 2.3 seconds. Yeah, because they're walking down... They're they're walking down. Uh, what what is that place? Times Square. Yeah, they're, they're walking around. through Times Square, yeah. and he shows up. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I forgot. We forgot about the subway. They hopped on a subway. Yeah. Well, and, they well they they're running from him, and they they try going into a building, and he busts through. He comes into the door. He he, he finds them everywhere they go. Yeah. Like I don't care where they try to go, he finds them. Um. He, they end up going into the subway, which he, you're like, hey, there's a bunch of people around. Someone's going to try to stop this guy. They're going to have to see that he's chasing him. Like, they're going to see this dude's fucked up. Something's going to happen. Jason is the world's best hide-and-seek player. Well, here's this, too. So, you guys have been in a subway before, right? Nope. At some point? You've never been in a subway? Nope. Have I? No, I've never been. Well, uh, technically, technically no, but Atlanta has something that's similar to it, where they've got trains. It doesn't exactly count. What about you, Brad? You ever been in an actual subway? No. Okay, so in the New York subway, you have these little turnstile things that you have to pay money to or slide your card in order to get past. Otherwise, you have to jump over the the railing in order to break the law and get down to where the subway cars are, right? I've heard about that in rap songs. Right, of course you have. That's 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 how you get your urban experience, I forgot. Yes. Um, so both of them had to have jumped the turnstile in order to get that. Now, when you do that in New York City... Fucking the transit cops in that subway will baton your ass all day long if you try to pull that shit off. They were on break. So they apparently jumped the turnstile, and then not only did they, but so did Jason, who apparently knows how turnstiles work because he spent so much time under the water in Crystal Lake. Because it would have taken um, away from the fact that he's stuck in there and now people are laughing and they're not scared. They get he's, away because he can't figure out how to turn and use the turn. He's trying to walk forward and, and keeps getting stuck because yeah. it won't move. Or, or, like, be smart. Like, you know that little, I don't know, you know uh, revolving doors? Yeah. So in uh, in subways, you have these little these metal gate revolving door things, right? And in order to get out, you have to go into this little revolving door thing, and it spins, and it lets you out the other side. But there's, like, these slotted, like, fingers that keep you from going back into it in any way, shape, or form. Right. So, like, once he gets in the other side, just go back through that thing and literally just put your foot down. He can never get to you. <laughs> like, He'll just there's so many ways you. to fuck him over. No, because he can't put his hand through there. There's Literally, you cannot get anything through there uh... if you're on the other side. So, like... Just a street smart, half-ass street smart person could have got away from Jason so easy. So they get down to the subway. They think they're safe. They sit down without paying. Everyone that's on the subway is like, all right, whatever. She looks up, and Jason is outside of the car that they're in because apparently he teleported there. And uh, he's staring at them like, what do you guys think you're doing? Uh, I need to see your ticket. Um they don't have tickets, so he comes tickets, in. Please. <clears throat> they run for the back of the uh, of the subway car, and the door is locked. And when they realize the door is locked, Jason's coming at him. Jason walks past about fifteen hundred fucking people. Doesn't kill a single one, and not one of them try to help. This girl is screaming at the top of her lungs, running from this 
behemoth, like, half-ass melted dude with a hockey mask on. And everybody's just like, yeah, that's New York for you. Yeah. Welcome to Manhattan. And uh, <laughs> they probably thought he's one of those uh, those raver guys from, yeah, from the 80s. Performer. Yeah. No, he's a street performer. You know, you have to pay him and take a picture with him. Oh, okay. So uh, the idea, he has this bright idea to pull the stop lever, which comically sends Jason's squishy ass to the ground, sliding about four cars back. They jump off the, the, the car, and Jason follows him out. And one of the smartest moves I've ever seen in a horror movie. As soon as he steps foot on the ground, the dude jumps on him and knocks him into the third rail. Electrocuting him. Now, I don't know if you guys know about the third rail, since you've never been in a subway. No. But basically, that's what powers the subway cars, is this third rail that the car, that the, 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 you know, the subway car touches, and that provides all the power for the car. That's what I've heard from rap songs. That thing has so much fucking power through it. If something touches it and crosses that that bar, that center bar, it will literally just make it explode. That's how much power is going through that thing. So this kid gets thrown on a console that can't be more than 220 and gets his crotch set on fire in about half a second. Jason hits the third rail of a subway terminal and he just gets tasered, basically. Um, and, and smokes a little bit, which I thought was kind of authentic, maybe. But uh, they, they're like, oh, we beat him. And they, they take off and his ass gets up and comes after him again. <clears throat> so their bright idea is we're going to run for it and then we're going to go down into a sewer. Well, the funny part is while they while they realize he's oh no that back, was happening that's well, right they they ran out we I skipped the part yeah well, they're they're they in Times the Square time. and you, and uh, and they they turn around and see him so they start to run but he walks by these these quote unquote Street punks who were who are listening to rap music yeah who are listening to rap music. <laughs> And as he walks by, he just kicks the shit out of their radio, and they and then they then they cop an attitude. But then when he turns around and takes his mask off, it scares the crap out of them. They, yeah, they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we'll see you later." Again, Bye. doesn't kill them. Yes, does not kill them because they're they're not from Crystal Lake. They're not on his fucking murder radar. Apparently, so not. they get a they get a pass. So he starts chasing them. They end up going into a diner. Um, and they asked the, the lady at the, the, the waitress of the diner, like, we need to call the cops. And she's like, there's a payphone out back. And then she's like, but it doesn't work. I'm like, really? Who the fuck wrote that little gem? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that sounds like a Corey joke right there. And for some uh, people out there that don't know what a payphone is, now that they're nowhere to be found any longer. Right. They're a place where you so, can put money in a machine and you can call people. She's like, there's a homicidal maniac chasing us. And as soon as he says that, um, he busts through the fucking wall like the Kool-Aid man. You forgot her, you <clears> forgot <throat> her joke. You forgot her joke where she says, well, honey, that's New York. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I like, honey, that's New York. Um, but he busts through the wall like the fucking Kool-Aid man. And everybody's like, oh, guess what? Free meal. They all start hauling ass. And he doesn't kill a one of them except for the big ass fucking cook from the diner who tries to walk up and be the tough guy who looks jason picks him up and throws him across the room who looks absolutely nothing like a stuntman right <laughs> and then he walks by and you see her peek you see the waitress peek her head up and i'm like prime time to knock her fucking block off he just walks by everyone else can live except for these two people for whatever reason he's locked on his radar is locked on he's gonna kill him so the heat-seeking murder missile that he is chases them down into the alleyway. They end up in a fucking sewer, which is the smartest fucking place to go when you're running from a homicidal maniac. Um, and while they're down there, they they meet up with um, a sewer worker, yeah. question mark, who's like, hey, by the way, at 12 o'clock in 10 minutes, uh, this whole sewer is going to fill up with toxic waste. We need to get out of here. So they start heading for what I can only assume would be an exit. And somehow Jason has figured out how to navigate this fucking sewer system so well that he doesn't come up from behind them. He comes up next to them, grabs the sewer worker and uses his monkey wrench to uh, break his head open. Um, and this really late spurt of blood that goes across the wall was kind of comical. <laughs> um, 
And it, when he rushed that guy to grab him, he hit the boyfriend, which knocked him out against the wall. And when he was about to brain him with the monkey wrench, she used a flashlight um, to pull the first, uh, what I can only assume is where they got the idea for the T-Rex scene from uh, Jurassic Park. Um, she flashes a flashlight at him, starts yelling and runs off, and he follows her like the good T-Rex that he is. Um, and when she gets far enough away from him, she finds a red plastic bucket full of sulfuric acid. And she breaks it open and throws it in Jason's face. And it is strong enough to melt the straps off of his uh, his mask um, and melt his face away. And he starts screaming and she gets past him and she goes and gr- collects her half-knocked-out boyfriend. And they, they head for the same, uh, I guess, sewer grate they came down, which is now closed because Jason closed the door behind them. Um, and as they're climbing up, they can hear the water or the toxic sludge that's coming down the uh, the sluways. And Jason, in fear, um, starts to scream and spit up water. Uh, he, he vomited. He was so scared. He just couldn't hold it anymore. He starts throwing up and screaming for his mommy. And the toxic sludge takes over and uh, takes him down. And they climb up as high as they can get. And as he is slowly dying from the, all the toxic sludge uh, that is taking that is taking him uh, he starts screaming for his mommy, and uh, he slowly, the toxic sludge slowly gets replaced with clean, clear water. And we see the body of a now maybe 13 year old Jason Voorhees laying on the ground below them. I don't know what the fuck just happened. Teleportation. That's the end of the show. We'll be right back! It's commercial time. Corey, tell people where they can find you. You can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at NKO Gonzo. Vic, what the fuck just happened? It's Friday, Vic. I'm high. (laughs) Wow. I don't know how to follow that up. All right, then find me at BradScottComedy.com. You can find me on social media at BradScottComedy. Uh, you can find me bewildered at MillerKing51 on social uh, media. Sorry, Vic, go ahead. Corey, tell them where they can find the show. Uh, you God can also, damn it, what's happening? You can also find our show, The Showdown Podcast, on Twitter, at The Showdown Pod. You can also find it on Facebook as well. Okay, Vic, go ahead. Uh, you can also find me nope. gaming. Corey, tell them where they can find the other podcast. Oh, Brad and I also have another podcast called the My Way Podcast. You can find it on Twitter and iTunes and all those other places. Uh, at the My Way Pod on Twitter and at My Way with Brad. God Curry. damn it, you fucked it up. No, I didn't. How long did that take you just to get to the goddamn? A lot. I think you said you can find us on social media at My Way Pod and the Twitter. Yeah. You said the Twitter. The Twitter. This is, I tried to. Ah, Vic, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have broken the, the trend. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Ah, Just kidding, Corey. Go ahead. Tell me where they can find your other podcast. Oh, our other podcast that I do with Vic over there. Uh, it's the Miller Times podcast. You can find that on, on Twitter at Miller Times Pod and on iTunes. All right, Vic. It would be funny to do it a fourth time, so. No. Be really, really. Be like. Almost like doing eight Friday the 13th. You can find me at Black and Angry. On you can actually find WrestleMania. Check out WrestleMania at WrestleMania Pod. Find us on Facebook, WrestleMania. Listen to us on all podcasting platforms, WrestleMania Podcast. You can also find me on the Sports Entertaining Podcast. It's not pro wrestling talk, it's Sports Entertaining. Back to the show. Oh, I apologize to all of our listeners for that, but I'm not taking that shit. <laughs> I ain't Corey. I don't just lay down and take it. <laughs> Turn the motherfucking music up. Just plays, man. Oh, me, nigga. Cheer. It's your boy. Rockefeller headquarters. Ladies and gentlemen. Killer 
Welcome back. I don't know what the hell Corey thought he was doing there. It's my only Jay-Z impersonation. <laughs> We're talking Jason Takes Manhattan. And now it's time to figure out if Jason Takes Manhattan survives or not. So we'll start Vic. with Vic. Um, <clears throat> as I said, I'm not a big fan of franchises in general. Um, <clears throat> I watched this movie... Took me three days to get through it. Um, I now completely understand why everyone uh, is befuddled by uh, the teleportation technology that is included in all these movies. Um, I don't know that this movie would have uh, survived its first viewing, let alone thinking it's it stands up to the test of time. Um, so it definitely does not make it for me. I'm a no as well. The only reason I'm a no is not enough time in Manhattan. It's Jason takes Manhattan, but he's there for like 10 minutes. Right. He's that dude that like that, you know, that's that's lived in New York for two weeks. And he's like, I'm a New Yorker, though. You know, we're, we're tough yeah. and everything else. So, yeah, not enough New York. They would have to go. And I know I understand it was budgetary reasons and everything else, but can't call it Jason takes Manhattan and then spend most of the time on a boat. Yeah. Corey? Not that it matters, but I, I'm a no as well, too. I mean, there's there's too much stuff on here that's just like it. You're you left. You're left going. What the fuck? It doesn't make any sense at all. So. So, no, it's a big no for me, too. All right. It doesn't survive. We'll just it's unanimous. We'll just go put that back where we found it. Yep. Big fucking loser. Put that, <laughs> put that back in my box. Never, set and never it watch again. it again. All right. Uh, what's the next movie? Next week, uh, we have... F- are we going to do F- Freddy's Dead next? Or Vic's Pick? Vic's Pick. We're going to do Vic's Pick. All right. Vic's Pick Phantasm. Is, is Phantasm. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be great. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably, be, it'll probably be as cheesy as this one. I would. I, I have. I, I haven't don't, seen it. I don't remember any teleporting in that one, at least. Well, I've never seen it, so uh, this will be good. For, this will be good for me, just to to have it. And I've been wanting to watch them, just because out of curiosity, because trying to go back and watch some of the older horror films that everybody is like fans of or whatever. So I'm I'm interested to go back and see it to watch it. Got them. a cult following, so hey. Yeah. So. Uh, so did Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> that movie was great. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, is that the show? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that is the show. I don't think we got anything else tonight. All right. That's the show for Corey Miller. Yeah. Nick Miller. That's me. I'm Brad Scott. You've been listening to the Showdown Podcast. Start spreading the news. I'm I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabonds Are longing to stray Mine, takes Manhattan, y'all! With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.